Colorado and Maine election officials announced that they would take Donald Trump's name off the presidential ballots for the upcoming GOP nominations there in the respective states, or rather the uh, primaries there in the states, and also for the presidential election if Donald Trump wins the GOP nomination or if he launches a third-party effort. Michael Bitzer is the Catawba College political science professor. You can find him at bowtiepolitics.com and also on X, formerly Twitter, at at Bowtie Politics, and he had a lengthy thread about this last night. And Dr. Bitzer, kind enough to join us now. Dr. Bitzer, Happy New Year. How are you? Happy New Year to you as well. Doing fine. Great. So, in essence, some politicians have characterized this as the court's election officials in Colorado and Maine basically going into business for themselves. They're not doing this because, in your point of your thread here, is that they're not doing this simply to remove Donald Trump. They're doing this based on the Constitution. Correct. I mean, we have a variety of qualifications that if you want to become president, you have to abide by. Uh, We cannot elect 30-year-olds. You have to be 35. You have to be a citizen, natural born or otherwise, of the the country. Uh, So we have distinct qualifications that are written into the rules of the game, which is the Constitution, and the way that some would treat the disqualification clause, uh, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, it would be part of the rules if you want to be President of the United States. Your thread had a very good point at the end, and I think it summarizes Donald Trump's political career as a whole. Here And you say, quote, here's where I think we are heading. This attempt is to allow the rule of men over the rule of law to serve as the foundation of our constitutional federal republic. In essence, that's what Donald Trump has been, hasn't it? I would say so. Uh, I, I would say there are very clear signs uh, that, that he is certainly an individual that believes he and he alone can fix things. And when we are talking about the rule of men, we are subject to their whims, to their passions, and that's why we create the rule of law, to say everyone must abide by this particular rule if we are going to have a functioning constitutional federal republic. If we don't want that kind of constitutional federal republic, then there are other options that we as political scientists teach to our students and can talk about. But in this kind of democratic republic, uh, this is the basis upon which we seek to provide this great experiment uh, that we have enjoyed for over 200 plus years. And I would certainly hope most of us would agree we wanted to continue on into the future. In terms of the political impact for Donald Trump, it probably wouldn't impact him as much in Colorado, but if he is not on the ballot in Maine, is that going to impact the lower ballot races in that state? I'll be honest, I'm not an expert on on Maine uh, politics, so, so I may have to defer. What I would say is that Maine is one of the two interesting states in that they divide their electoral vote. The votes mm-hmm. that go to the presidential and vice presidential candidates by congressional district and then two are awarded for statewide winners. 
So we have seen Maine split its electoral votes in the past. The other state is Nebraska that also uses this uh, procedure. So there could be some dynamic at play when it comes to the bigger question of the presidential election and the race towards 270 electoral votes. Do you do you expect eventually Donald Trump will be on the ballot in those states after this perhaps winds up in the Supreme Court? I, I think you'd have to tell me how the Supreme Court rules, to be <laughs> quite candid with you. Uh, my, my predictive capabilities are very limited, and uh, I, I think this will end up before the U.S. Supreme Court. That's probably the sole prediction I, w- I would offer. Uh, but how they will deal with this, how some of the originalist, the you know contextualist will will determine this particular issue. This is all unprecedented ter- territory that we are entering in, both politically and legally. And so a lot of emphasis and a lot of focus will be, I think, ultimately on the U.S. Supreme Court. Looking at the potential race between Joe Biden and Donald Trump itself, USA Today uh, on New Year's Day released a poll that shows that Joe Biden is trailing Donald Trump. And most importantly, in some respects, uh, Biden now claims the support of only 63 percent of black voters, a decline from the 87 percent that he carried in 2020. Why do you think there's been such a drop off? I think that this is, in in studying presidential elections, I think there is always this kind of precipitous drop in the year before the election. You know, we're now into the election year. As people pay more and more attention, I think the general pattern is that people will go back to their respective political corners, to their tribes. Uh, But yes, indeed, that number is disconcerting because part of the core coalition of the Democratic Party are African-American voters. They are kind of the base work of the coalition that the Democrats are able to put together. And certainly that is going to require some work. I would be surprised it would buck a lot of trends that we have seen. If you see 20, 30 percent of the black vote go Republican, but, you know, in this uncharted territory and time, you know, anything is possible, but I would say probably the safer bet is they will come back into the Democratic fold. The question is, are they energized and mobilized to support in numbers that Joe Biden would need? Well, there are so many trends that have been broken during the political career of Donald Trump over the years in so many countless ways. We'll see if that's another one or if the trends will continue into this election cycle. It's always great talking to Michael Bitzer again. You can find him at Bowtie Politics on X, formerly Twitter, and also at BowtiePolitics.com. You can read his blog from there. Michael, great catching up with you for the new year, and we'll talk to you again some more here throughout the course of 2024. Thanks so much. Anytime. Good to talk.